We're back. Back again. Hopefully this one, uh, the last one, the draft lottery one was a lot, a lot of pain. Uh, a lot of, a lot of pain. There's, um, like, on, on that one, there's multiple little, uh, big silent segments. One of them is not at all on purpose because there was, uh, the audio cut out, but the other one is just after we had all lost <laughs> and we're just sitting there in silence. I think John's mic was already cut off. So it's just like, <laughs> we were just like, like, like John was saying things cause he was the only person who was not upset. <laughs> and the three of us are just like stewing there. Yeah, all of us are just staring at the TV. That uh, that was fun to have Peter on too. He uh, yeah, yeah. He, you, uh, like we, we we didn't even think about it, but he got screwed way more than either of us. Yeah. Oh yeah. He. I he mean, went from at two the to end five. Day, like absolutely. He had a what was widely considered to be a guaranteed top three, and then didn't even land yeah. in the top four. That sucks for sure. The uh, I'm just right now. I'm just sitting here and watching uh baseball because we uh it's looking like we're not we're not gonna have a lot to uh to watch this evening when it comes to baseball so i'm uh, i'm watching the the mariners and padres currently which i guess is fun but it's looking like uh looking like you know these these games that are on right now this looks like three four three or four games that are on right now and then uh, looks like they're not going to be too much of an evening slate with all the, the boycotting and uh, not playing. Hockey's not playing. Basketball's not playing. So I'm just trying to get my fix in here before, uh, before the, <laughs> before the rest of it gets, gets shut down here. Um, but that's, that's the current state of, uh, of sports in America. That is the, yeah, uh, I mean, definitely the current state that. I think the Dodgers and Giants will probably play because they, but they set out yesterday, so that that makes sense that they would then play today. But it's uh, it is 2020 continues to be unprecedented in in every way, shape, and form. No, I mean this is a, it's like this is one of those things that even if right now, people may be saying this is not a significant thing going on but it's something that, you, that you're gonna it's a historic moment right now mm-hmm. absolutely 20, textbook tw- stuff yeah i mean 2020 had, had, has had a lot of things that are gonna end up in textbooks but yeah. its own chapter yeah yeah but like you know i mean this is i mean this is significant i mean this is like you know this is a movement that has i mean it's been go obviously there's been protests for decades and uh, and they started going um revving up a bit in the beginning of the 2010s but this year they've really i mean after george floyd's murder they really Mm -hmm. took a you know it became it started becoming where you had the majority of the country looking you're looking like okay this is the right thing to do and 
Yeah, you know, Floyd is, was the tipping point for sure. Yeah, I mean, this is sports are you know, we we could very easily be ignoring this as I mean we're two white dudes in America. You know, we right. we don't really get. You know, it would not, be it would be easy for us to look the yeah. other. It would be our privilege to just ignore yeah. it and not pretend like it didn't happen. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, this is stuff that you know. This is the reality of our country right now and i mean how how it's always been and you know and sports uh, sean Doolittle said sports are the um what do you say the sports are reward of a functioning reward, society yeah. mm-hmm. and like you know half of it is in terms of you know if we getting covid un- under control and yeah. then the other half is these you know these are these players are going on strike that's what it is you know yeah like, oh yeah absolutely we're looking at you know the, the statements are the M- major league soccer has decided not to play tonight the national basketball association has decided not to play tonight. Like, no they didn't they didn't decide they were told by the players we're not playing tonight you right. should and in the you know they, they do these leagues do whatever they look best doing for sure you know, the always NBA, the, the nba is looked at as this super progressive you know Always doing the right thing, league, and and I do think Adam Silver is a great commissioner, and he's made like pretty much every right decision since he came into power. But you know, if these players had decided we're going to strike for a long time until like they had you know set a demand for I don't someone to be fired or arrested right. or something, I think the league would have had a much different answer. It would Absolutely. have been much more. The, the NBA wouldn't have said a word in full support of these of our players. You know, it's a, it, it's a, it would be a it would become a strike. But you know, I my I don't I have absolutely no problem with them sitting out. My only thing is, I think it would be much. I mean, there is still the statement of some things are bigger than sports that is being made. But I think that it would. There's something. To be said, if they had said, "Listen, we're not playing until some this happens," for sure. Because right now it's looking like at least every every sport's going to take a day off, and then be back tomorrow, and people can act like today never happened. For so, sure. You know, it's kind of like I think that there's some players who have been very much more outspoken about it and you can tell i mean lebron they, they said he didn't say a word in today's meeting because he was just he knew that he was not going to get the result he was looking for it's pretty obvious what he was looking for that he wanted to yeah him and Kawhi pretty much decided something. they wanted oh yeah so it'll be interesting to see if they play very yeah, I mean, and I, the the whole like I said, the whole thing is is unprecedented, and um, the I kind of talked about it in my in my post game video last night. But like, there are a lot of people are saying like sports and politics shouldn't mix, and they want they want sports to be their escape, right? Mm. And I think it's just important to remember that sports shouldn't be an escape from everything. And these are like human beings. They're not put on this earth to entertain you. You know, like that's their job. That's not their reason they're on the planet. Like uh, 
they are human beings and and like i said it, it they shouldn't it just shouldn't be an escape from everything and some things need to be addressed and this is clearly one of them and absolutely one of them and um the you're you're right i agree with you in the sense of you know they it would have been a hell of a statement you know to just say like you know we're not playing until like the cops are arrested or until the the cops mm-hmm. that murdered Brianna Taylor are arrested or something like that you know what i mean like it, it that would be a, a hell of a yeah. statement for sure the uh the reason that this is so powerful in my eyes regardless of if they go back to work tomorrow or not is is and i know you weren't saying it wasn't i, I know you, i know your stance uh i'm not trying to downplay that but the the reason that I think it's so huge is because it, I think it was I think it was actually foolish tweeted it. Um, I think foolish baseball tweeted it, but he said somewhere he, he said, you know, the reason this is so big is because it's disobedience, like it's good mm-hmm. trouble. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's one thing. When the commissioner of the NBA signs off that it, you're allowed to wear the T-shirts and the and the names on the back of the jerseys and you can knee for the anthem, now it no longer becomes a protest. Exactly, and it's yeah. it's still like good to see. It's still like hey, at least like the NBA is accepting it, and that's great. But it no longer becomes a protest. It no longer becomes a a stance because it's allowed. And yeah. I think that that is the the powerful part of everything is just the fact that they said like you know like you don't the whole point of a protest is that it's to disrupt and it's to yes yeah. to, to be disobedient so that people can get your point across so that you can get your point across to people and i think that's the the like you said, that's why this is such a historic like thing, and that's why this will be in history textbooks for forever, and that's why it's it's such a big deal. I mean, when in our in our country's history, when significant change has come, it's been not just making people uncomfortable, but also, you know, you put people's wallets up for grabs. Mm-hmm, for you sure, know, that's you know, people these these big organizations can make whatever statements they want without actually doing anything about it. And like, you know, they can say black lives matter and they put out statements as black lives matter without actually doing anything just to not get canceled. Quote unquote. Right. Right. But I mean, it's a, you have a, these are now, now if this is also why I think that if the NBA protests went a little longer, it would be even more powerful again one day this they're losing a lot of money losing one mm-hmm. day but yeah. if the nba said listen we're, we're you're, you're now gonna miss a week the nba would lose so much money and then all oh, of yeah. a sudden it would be and people have money and oh the owner of uh the magic is the secretary of education for the yeah. united states which is part of the family so like you know you, there's so much when you start putting people to be like listen we're not going to give you the money this money until we see significant change made that's when you that's when you start making real change you know when you start actually 
it's not, it's more than just, you know, people can't tell people how to protest. Because exactly. you know, people, people say you, you're out past curfew, so you should be arrested or something like that. Like, protests are not, if, every, if, you, if a protest is completely, if everyone accept, if a protest is completely accepted by every single person in the country, it's not a protest. It's just right. people on the You're streets. You're stating a fact. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, and I'm not going, like, I don't know. I'm not going to tell people how to protest. I'm not, I mean, I don't know how to protest. I don't know what the right way to do things is, but I do know that there has to be real change in our country. And there's a lot of people, you know, the, these athletes, they're, the Bucks have multiple players who have, um, they, they have multiple players who have had, um, who have been victims of police brutality. There was, yeah. there's two, a couple Sterling. players who were teammates of Tabo Sef- Cephalosha, who mm-hmm. had his leg broken a couple of years ago. Yeah, well, Sterling, Sterling, who's and on Sterling, the team, he was the one that had his, yeah, his, his yeah. neck was, you know, yeah. knee to the neck kind of thing again. And then the cop afterwards put on Sterling's Facebook wall, like, nice to meet Sterling today, LOL, for yeah. hashtag for the deer. Like, that's, I, I, and John Henson, who is no longer a Milwaukee Buck, but a former Milwaukee Buck, had a had an had an incident and was a victim of that as well. So that's it's. Uh, I just can't imagine anyone walking into that locker room and telling those people who have been directly affected by it that they can't play or that they have to play. Rather, yeah. I just can't imagine anyone going in there and be like, no, like. You're overreacting like you got to play. Like, these are people that have been directly yeah. affected. Like, that's, that's not Like, again, like, me and you, we don't know what it's like. Yeah. Obviously, to be Never a will. black yeah. man in this country. Like, we just don't. We're, I mean, we're, we've grown up our whole lives. As, we're white dudes. Like, that's just. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, like, we don't. So, like, you know, in the end, it's just. The people shouldn't tell people that racism doesn't exist in this country yeah when no, people have been victims of it like it's not a opinion that a, a white dude who's never seen it can go tell a black guy that oh you're wrong racism doesn't exist like that's just not right. it's my you know, favorite I, line my favorite line that i i tell people um all the time is whenever i get into these arguments or debates with people about it and at some point they pretty much all whenever it happens pretty much without fault at some point a white dude will say no they're overreacting like uh, I had one dude tell me like they're overreacting black people have it better in America than anywhere else in the country and this is in a Detroit Tigers Instagram comment section, by the way. <laughs> and uh, they were posting about Juneteenth. And uh, he said, he was something about like, oh yeah, let's just, vic- let's just make America look like the bad guy, even though everyone had slaves, blah, blah, blah. And I said, that doesn't make it right, just because a lot of other people did it. And then he, like, I had time that day. I don't know what was happening, <laughs> but I had time that day. And, and he replied to me and said, like, it's just ridiculous to blame America for every, like, 
everything that's ever happened with like racial inequality and that black people have it better here than anywhere else. And I said, and he was a white man in his, you know, fifties or whatever. And I replied to him with that. And I said, Oh, um, do you know that from all your experience as being a black man in America? And then he blocked me and deleted all of his comments. And I was like, I'm going to take that as a win. That's like, a success. That's, but that's, yeah, like that's, that's my favorite, what you just said, like that's my favorite line. I tell people that all the time. Like anytime anybody says like this isn't true or they're overreacting or whatever, the instant, like there's no rebuttal for it. There, I still have yet to hear anything even close to a good rebuttal for it. And it's, you know, like, you don't know that. Like, you haven't experienced, you have not even lived one day, one hour, one minute, one second as a person of color in this country. Nonetheless, a lifetime. You know what I mean? And that's, yeah, that's, it's sad that I even have to say it with that kind of, like, connotation of, like, you know, mm. a lifetime. Like, it's sad that that's even, that that's, that that sounds negative because it absolutely shouldn't be. But the fact of the matter is, is it's it, those are the people being victimized. And that's, that's sad. And that's why these protests that, you know, people can say all they want that like racism isn't over just because people didn't play ball today. And that's very true, but clearly a lot more needs to be changed. You know what I mean? Like clearly we're not, yeah. we're not done like you know stuff happened this week that's been happening for a while so clearly more light needs to be shown on it because because uh nothing's changed and some of you people still aren't getting it no yeah i mean it's it's not a even a like there are a lot of debatable things about our politics but there's not it's not even debatable to say something like it should not at least be debatable to say something like that white privilege exists right that we're not like there's not complete equality in our nation like that's just not there's just not and there's been you know there's a lot of things in our country's history that have led to the that inequality and led to you know higher poverty rates for black people than white people and all this stuff and again, like, like we, and like me and you, we're not going to act like we know anything near what it's like to be a black man in this country, but, and no white person right. should act like they do. And I just think that, you know, you need leaders like how LeBron has put himself to yeah. really better. And I, and I mean, I'm not someone who says we need to go look to celebrities to help at a, a point in turmoil. Right, sure. But, you know, LeBron James, I was thinking about this today. Like, he has really become, like, a cultural phenomenon that we haven't seen since probably Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Just in terms of being so dominant at your sport and being so important in the world. I mean, he has opened a school. Like... Jared Kushner, who's in the White House, said something about LeBron pretty much saying, oh, you say all this, but then you're not really... I I like to see the NBA players actually doing things in their communities and that, you know, it. and LeBron has been doing that for years. You know, he's he's opening stadiums for Poland. 
yeah. for, for on election day. I mean, there's recruiting it's really, people to work them too. Yeah, it's amazing what he's done, and it's so so important. There's just so many. You know, it sucks that you have to. It seems like we have to count on the richest people in our society to be the ones to foster this change than that. You know, we, me and you, we can't afford to rent out Dodger stadium. (laughs) Sadly. To have thousands (laughs) of people vote on election day. But, you know, it's important to have, you know, that, that's why when people say such stupid things like, you know, shut up and dribble or keep sports and politics, sports and politics have been together forever. Yeah, have you ever, like, baseball specifically, like, you can look through the history of baseball and find out what is happening in America as a country throughout any game you watch ever, and that's always been a thing. During the war, the women came in and played because there wasn't enough men to field a full, like, you know, league, and then, obviously, the, the 60s is when the you know, like Robinson and the Negro League players like started coming over in the fifties and sixties and that was that was a slow process. Obviously Jackie yeah. Jackie broke the barrier, but then it slowly like black athletes started becoming more and more uh coming over and joining the MLB more and more and stuff. And that like at any point in history, any point in history, you can always see a correlation between sports in general, but specifically baseball to, to whatever's happening in the country. Like it's ridiculous to try and tell anybody that those things aren't linked. Jackie breaks the color barrier in 1947. And then (laughs) more players start coming, like you said, in the fifties. And then by the sixties, you have Wilt Chamberlain in the NBA and you have 1964, the civil rights act is passed. I mean, like it is a, Sports have always been, and sports, people want it to be an outlet and as an escape. I don't think sports need to be an escape always. Sports are need to, you know, these guys have these amazing platforms. And you, people can argue that celebrities aren't any smarter than the common person or an athlete. Why, why should an athlete be able to have the platform and I don't or whatever? But they do. So yeah. when they use that platform to speak up for what they believe, it's not, oh, you should be paid, you're, you're paid to play a game, just play it. Like, no, that is not a lot of people are allowed to get the platform that these people, that, that these athletes get. I mean, they yeah, are just taking advantage of, of their opportunity. Exactly. I mean, they're not, you know, maybe you want to argue that lebron james doesn't know more than you but and you can argue that but he has the platform and it's smart and he's a i mean and lebron is a very very smart person so it's like you're using that platform to speak up for what you believe is just what you should do and it's i mean and guy anthony rizzo same thing like you can argue that anthony rizzo is not as smart as you but he is using his platform to talk about what he believes it's not a you know, it's not, it's just a very, I think it's a very important thing that we Absolutely. have right now. That you, these athletes are, they, they, and they've always spoken out, like, we, like you were just saying. Sports and politics are together. Look at Bill you know, Russell. You, Bill Russell's been about that life yeah. since, since, you know, day one, man. Like, he's been yeah. about it. And even if you want to say, like, 
they shouldn't be protesting that, and that, and that's the sports and politics you have an issue with. No one had an issue with the president throwing the first pitch at right. during the World Series after nine eleven because it was, a, and it was an amazing moment. It was awesome. It was great. But because sometimes sports and politics should mix. You know, there sports are a big thing when you have, you know, people want. To, some people say it's an escape, but after the Boston bombings. And the, when the Bruins had their first game back and the whole stadium sung the national anthem after yeah, that, like, oh, that's yeah. not that's not sports being an escape. That is your lives are part, Coming together are part of your right. lives. Yeah. When the Red Sox won the World Series that year, like that was and when the Astros won it after Hurricane Harvey, right, it was just yeah. like, you know, they are big moments and they're not it's not escapes. It's, you know, these these guys are using what's happened in these cities and they're. You know, it's it's a, it's just what is you know it. I'm I'm trying to think how to word it, but just these, there's no reason for these guys to shut up and dribble. There's right. not they're not they're it's not also, people that are for your entertainment. They're not for they're sure. Not, just, they're not paid actors. They're human beings who are. Yeah, they 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 got their platform by being good at a children's game, but they have the platform and they're using it to make. To tr- at least try to make the lives of p- people in their communities better, and I don't understand how that is a something that people look negatively upon. It's also the only occupation where it is looked negatively on. You don't see yeah. anybody saying that singers and musicians and rappers, when they when they speak out on it, you don't see people saying "shut up" and "hop on a mic." Like, you don't see, like, when actors speak out about it, they're like, shut up and get in front of a camera. You know what I mean? Like, for whatever reason, there's just this connotation that, you know, the athletes should should just, you know, shut up and and play their sport. And it's the only occupation where you're where you're ridiculed for speaking your mind. And like yeah. trying to trying to make change, and I, it has never made sense to me, and never will make sense to me. The uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, if any of this would easy, it would have been done already. And I, I give yeah. mad props to everybody that all these players and stuff that are taking taking a stand for what you know they believe in and the cool thing too is seeing the support of of all of the athletes i guess i would say like it seems to be um it's it's very unified yeah right it's you know like one player will step forward and say like hey i'm not playing tonight and the rest of the team is immediately like yeah no like we got you none of us are playing if you're not playing kind of thing and that's that's beautiful in its own right and just this this whole thing is uh like like we said it's going to be in history books for a while and it's it's yeah. i mean incredible to me that people can't see the repetition of history like yeah this smacks them in the face and right and i like i live in detroit we literally have the detroit riots the race riots yeah. that happened in the 60s that so what you're seeing in the country now like that happened in the city of Detroit for weeks and in the 60s and even then Willie Horton 
who's a Hall of Famer, one of the best Tigers ever, and a black man, went down after a Tigers game, parked his truck in the middle of a four-way intersection, didn't even change out of his clothes, was still in his Tigers jersey, still (laughs) in his uniform, stood on the top of his truck, and... Made a difference then with all the riots. Tried to stop some of the, you know, some of the mayhem that was going on in the middle of the riots. Tried to let people speak and was and was, you know, making a huge difference as. And again, using his platform, everyone knew. Hey, what the hell's going on? Why is Willie Horton here? Like that yeah. was, you know what I mean? Like he he was literally in his uniform. Like he was very hard to miss. And so that's, that's, it's yeah. incredible that, that history can keep repeating itself over and over again and no one seems to see it. Like it, it's blatantly yeah. obvious that this is a repetition and people will find loopholes and find, you know, like, oh, well, this is different. This is different. But that it's, it's sad to be honest but it's it's incredible how delusional some people can be and more power to the players yeah i mean it's really crazy with like what you're saying that's an amazing story about horn but like that like what you're saying just like george hill spoke in the locker room like 30 minutes before game time mm-hmm. that he was that he thought they should strike and literally not not even 24 hours later every single sport is on strike even yeah. if it's only for one day, that unity throughout the league to say, listen, you know, the important thing, though, is that they, they need, we need to realize not, oh, crap, okay, they're, they're just on. It's not just they're on strike. It's, okay, why are they on strike? Like, there's a reason that they're pretty much saying collectively, we need to take this day to look at the reality of our country. Like, it's not just right. we need to take this day to not play sports and then tomorrow we'll play sports. It's. This is one day that some, even if it's one day, some things are bigger than playing our playoff games or playing our regular season game today. Like there are some things that we need to, as a country, look at and take a hard look at ourselves. And, you know, and um, it's not a un-American thing. I, th- that's been like kind of thrown around that's, a lot. Yeah, really. absolutely. That you're not a patriot and that you're un-American if you criticize this country. There's it's nothing the more American, American than protesting. Yes. yes, absolutely. I mean, it's in our First Amendment. You're you, to want like it's how the country started. The literally yeah, the reason literally. we even are a country is because <laughs> of a protest. Like yeah, I mean, like we had a you know we had like it's not just you don't it, you don't hate your country because everything because you want to fix things like right america has so much potential to be like just a perfect country i mean there's no perfect country but with our economy and everything about it and the amount of diversity in this country we could be doing so much better than we are and we're doing like you know we that's just what these protests are about they're not about tearing down our country and you're destroying everything about it. It's about helping change this country for the better and help make, help the country live up to its potential. And the, I mean, the, and the words that were in our, in the, I've, it's in the declaration. I 
hundred percent. I'm not, yeah. In the declaration of independence that, you know, all men are created equal and all people are created equal and everything like that. This is, this country is built on that foundation and we haven't lived up to it. And I think that we, I really do think that our generation, I'm pretty sure you're in my generation, but like, I'm, close I enough, that, if not, yeah. I, that, that our generation, I don't know if it's because of social media or what, but we're a very politically active generation. And I, th- I really think that we can, like... Young people care. Make sure. real change. You know, every generation's like, oh, we're, we're going to be the generation to make change. I mean, the boomers are the ones who protested Nam and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, I think that we can be such a great country and i think that we can really help it live up to it and that's just what today's about it's about helping turn a mirror on our country and helping it you know look like every single person instead of complaining that there's no sports today we need to be like why are there no sports today it's not just about there not being sports it's why don't we have sports like you can want change and still love the country like, it's not yeah. that hard of a concept. It's, honestly, I would say that you love your country more if you are pressing for change and pressing for yeah. changes, just because that's what... So Obviously, you want what's best for something you love. So, like, that's... that's it's just ridiculous to, yeah. to say, I mean, oh, well, you have to love the country in its current state or else you don't love it at all. Yeah, national, like, nationalism is not patriotism. Correct. Thinking that everything about your country is perfect is not mean that you're more patriotic than someone that that notices that there are a lot that there are that it's not. Yeah, no country is perfect. Things. If you want trying to, it doesn't mean you hate America. If you say, you know, that people aren't equal in America, it doesn't mean you hate America. You know, there are like, it's just not. There's not a. It, yeah, it's just you're not. I hate that whole idea that, you know, that LeBron James hates America. Just look at what he wants. He wants, like, that, right. look where he's calling. He's saying that America is, that's, that it's hard being a black man in America. Oh, well, then that means that you want to live in North Korea? Like, there's not a, <laughs> it's not like one or the other. It's not like you're either here or you're in, like, you know, some insane dictatorship where they don't have access to the internet. There's not a... It being yeah. better than the worst countries does not meet, instantly make <laughs> us the best. Right. The the mo I don't know moving I guess you would say thing to me was the the Dom Smith interview. Yeah. That was that was a that was, that was a tough really one. that was a tough one to get through. Yeah, that was he. Uh, And the Doc Rivers one, that quote in there, like, we continue to love this country and they don't love us back, like, that's that's tough, man. That's And I don't know yeah. how you can listen to, to both of those interviews, those whatever you want to call them, pressers, and, and I don't know how you can listen to those and just be like, oh, this isn't real, and they're overreacting, and it's the media's fault. Like, I just, I just don't understand how that's a... Uh, a thought that can go through people's brains. Yeah, I don't know if you know uh, Coley Harvey. Yeah. He's, yeah, so he's a baseball writer, and, and uh, I, I, don't, I don't know where he's at exactly right now. I know he was at ESPN before. Yeah, that's I, where I know him from. 
So he wrote, so he had a thread today on Twitter, and it was. So yeah, sorry we uh, lost connection. Just kind of in the middle of a thunderstorm. <laughs> Monsoon. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah. So Harvey's thread was basically about he got pulled over for going two miles under the speed limit in a passing lane, and just the encounter where he has to run through a million different scenarios and the way every action he takes. And, you know, even if those particular cops weren't like, like didn't have these preconceived notions. It's just that the fact that anybody who in a position of power would treat someone as a threat based on their skin color. And am I, and this is not, this is that like, you know, we will never undergo this, but there are so many black people in this country who just, it just happened, has happened to multiple times. That's just mm-hmm. a thing that has happened to them. So, like, you know, that's what the, like, these protests are about, just trying to make this country better. It's not about destroying the country. It's not about hating America. It's about trying to make America the best that it can be. So, For sure. It's as simple as... Black people don't feel safe, and that's unacceptable. Yeah. It's really, that's a, that the if it, if sum it up in one line, that would be it. It's as simple as that. They don't feel safe, and that's sad and just unacceptable as a country to, to have that be the case. And so yeah, clearly and, change needs to be And made. the response to that is not, yes, you do. It's Right, yeah, you I don't get to tell you, me right? how I feel, right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, just... As a last thing, you know, I, I think that, like I said earlier, I think that if these protests, if the strike went on for more than one day, I think it would send a significantly bigger ish, Im, uh, message. message. Sure. But this one day of strike is a huge display of national unity, at least from these athletes. And it's, you know, it's a day for us to turn a mirror on our country and try to actually make this country the best that it can possibly be. Absolutely. Simple as that. Couldn't agree more. So I think I'm going to go inside and get struck by lightning. It's <laughs> probably a good idea. Stay safe, brother. Alright, man. So thank you guys for listening. Yeah, we'll uh, don't at me another- down. Good one, and hopefully when uh, when John's back in town, we'll uh, we'll keep it rolling. Yes, sir. All right. All right. See you.